Welcome to A Dead Man's Roll, a D&D tabletop RPG podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jonathan Hatley, and I'm here with my rollers. I am Josh, and I play Cyrus. How's it going, y'all? My name is Drew. I'm playing as Dizzy Dreadwood. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Marco, and I'm playing Satan. Hey, this is Priyansh, and I play Robert Bohem. The dude's a bard and sort of a wizard. Hey, y'all, I'm Sarai, and I play the ever-young and naive Mateus Valenciano. Hello, my name is Esteban. I play Boyan McGregor, one of the rogues here on our campaigns. Fun fact about Boyan McGregor, his favorite color is red. He doesn't know what red is, he's a little colorblind. Hey, yo, I'm Jose. I play Xochitl. He is a king trying to revive his people. Welcome back, my rollers, to another fun, or I guess this one won't be as fun of a session, but uh, another fun session. Are y'all excited or what? We're going to find a way to make this help. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to really just... Yeah. I don't know why you insist on my unhappiness. Honestly. Because y'all may be unhappy on several occasions. And guess what? This is going to be one more of those occasions. I plan like two hours. I plan for two hours on these sessions. And then y'all might hold person, my thing, and then kill it. And I'm just like, cool. I'm a waste of space. Oh, oh what well, we learned. That one was really good, though. I liked that battle. Yeah. yeah. It was story-based. We came together and solved a problem to avenge a friend. Like, mm-hmm. what? I mean, okay. what, what do you want? Like, do you want us to suffer or do you want us to enjoy D and D? I mean, both. 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 I don't like how everyone's still turning this against me at the beginning of every fucking episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> we argued on... against you, and then you said, you said. <laughs> We'll see how fun it stays. <laughs> I, I have to make it interesting to listeners, or they're just gonna be like, "Oh, they just just got steamrolled again because he's a little bitch." Like, <laughs> all right, evil. Who says that? Every who, said, who said that? <laughs> Probably no one, to be honest. Uh, listener, if you whoever's listening and said that before, I'd like you to leave a comment somewhere wherever the hell you can. I want to get you on this podcast. Fucking, Let's get so a poll hard. going. <laughs> is Jonathan mean or not? And they'll probably is say Jonathan no. Mean or a bitch. <laughs> like, he's a very nice guy who lets a lot of shit slide. <laughs> knowing, damn, knowing damn well you be answering your own damn poll. <laughs> I do. I, I do. He's a good guy. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason I started thinking of those Drake memes. Which one? <laughs> or like, like, like you know how like it's like oh if Drake were to run he'd run like this or like you know he'd like wind up for like all silly for a punch and all that crap it'd be like Jonathan doing the same like if like Drake had to do a poll like about Drake he'd be like Drake is so awesome yeah. <laughs> he seems very very <laughs> I say we let him go because Drake is the type of guy to get captured and say that. <laughs> Let's get this episode started. So, in the previous episode, our role is decided to split up after defeating Shrill. After finding then a variety of information about the automatons and maybe the teens and the adults of Theron, 
the group got back together um, at the mines where the teens once again are partying and some of the adults are setting up what seems to be a trap made by Lord Hellcroft. To set the scene, uh, the night is beginning to grow old, but the party uh, is still lively as ever. Um, as music and flashes of multicolored lights radiate from all directions, you might also hear a little bit of work going on in the mine. Um, but soon after, you see the men actually uh, arise from the chasm um, and seem to be talking to one another before they start heading into town. Um, what do you all want to do? So yeah, it's it's loud clubbing music, you know, all that sort of shit. Teens are all dancing and hooting and hollering and getting wasted as most teens apparently do. Um, Wait, can you remind us uh, who is Yeah, where? the groupie. Last I remember, Ida, Cyrus, Bo, and Satan were split up and we were at the come stop. That was there was a little bit more to that before um, we ended that episode. Y'all were actually moving back over to the party area. Okay. Yes, yes. So you all are going to meet up at the party. Uh, Dizzy just got done talking to a teenage girl about uh, who was like around or anything weird was going on. She mentioned about a couple of uh, adults who seemed to be or, uh, lugging large boxes uh, down into this chasm, uh, constantly going in and out, maybe. Uh, unrolling a spool of maybe wire or some sort of thing um, that led into the chasm. Uh, I remember, I think, Sochil, I think you did a wild shape and you turned into a bird to survey the area. Uh, that sounds about right. I think you also gave me, I think you gave me about 50 gold coins too, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I, th I think I remember that too, actually. Yeah, I think I gave you all 50 gold coins randomly out of the kindness of my heart. Oh my god, thank you! Okay, that was a, a voice. <laughs> and did you do a, um, my passive perception is 19. Can I do an investigation to see if they have anything in their hands? Like anything, I don't want to see if they have anything threatening or wielding any someone um yeah go ahead and roll me an investigation i will say that you definitely clock with so chill up in the sky and with you having a high perception you'll definitely clock these people a little bit easier they're adults so they have that aged look about them oh wow it's a 20 okay so i can't even leave out anything if i wanted you to. can see the depression um, in their eyes their soul is just bleeding out <laughs> you can see the hatred um, that has aged their face to an extent where you're like, wow, this guy's 50? No, he looks fucking 80. Ugh, gross, disgusting. Um, but What's you know, wrong you with 80-year-old 80, 80 people? There's nothing wrong with 80-year-old people, but you know, racism really fucks people's lives up. And for them, it just fucked up their appearance. Because if you're a racist, you're a dickhead. Um, anyway... <laughs> Thanks for the thumbs whoa, up. I'm, whoa. That. I'm quoting that. I'm using that as a quote, like when I place this, when we're pumping this episode, I'm using it as a direct quote on threads. Uh, <laughs> I can't, believe, I can't believe my favorite, my favorite podcast has gone woke. <laughs> um, anyway. What you do see is you see the natural um, sort of armaments that one would have of a city goer. Um, maybe no like heavy weaponry on them, 
um, maybe a, like a dagger or something like that, um, maybe a bag or a satchel as well, but uh, no weapons on them currently. Um, anything that they did lug with them, like the boxes or anything like that, are either probably, from with your logic, if they went in with them, they're probably left down in there. Um, at this point, we can say that they just got done spooling or unspooling that uh, wire. Um, and so they're just together, uh, probably like talking to one another before they head out. What 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 happened? Yeah. Sorry, I was talking to myself there, but uh, Dizzy's going to relate to the folks around him. If everybody's together, um, Dizzy thinks those guys are, are bad news. I don't know where that wire is, like where they're spooling that wire from or for, but it can't be good. And I think we might want to trail them. Okay. Uh, so with that information being relayed, I'm going to look over to Satan and be like, we should probably stealth in this party because it's already a big enough distraction. We could probably stealth and try to figure out where that wire goes. So DM, can we roll for yeah, stealth? I'll trace it with you. Yes, you can roll for stealth, but I also want to ask a question here. So Dizzy, are you trying to tail them? Not tail them, I'm trying to keep them in sight. Um, like vaguely go to, in their direction like as they're walking back toward the city see if they're like stopping somewhere because these they still have the wire with them right so with i would say they don't have the wire completely with them they've spooled it out into certain areas and locations um, okay. around the mine um, gotcha okay i was just wasn't sure if that was like tailing back to like i don't know some tnt or something I'm just gonna pull a lever like you mean, you mean push uh, down on, like, the fucking box and it's going... Down a yeah. Mm -hmm. If you want to find those, you totally can. Um, because they're by the mine. They're going to be set up kind of quite close. But from what you can tell, they don't look like they're about to, like, do it right now. It looks like they're just setting stuff up and then, like, trying to leave. So I'm going to throw it back to the group. Like, what, do you, what do you all think? Like, should we trail them? We're still looking for... We're still looking for the girl. Trail them, we find boss, big boss, we find girl. Huh? Yes? No? Maybe so. Does the wire, are, is the wire going in between the crowd or like around the crowd? It seems like the wire is going around, going under the trailers of the, uh, of like the whole mining site and whatnot. Uh, it looks like they're not really trying to have this haphazard. Um, or haphazardly placed. They don't want anyone touching these wires, so they're kind of doing, or they kind of did a job to where they're trying to hide them pretty well. Um, and hide them as in from sight and to make sure no one messes with it. Yeah, I'm going to roll for stealth. Cool. Um, yeah, nice. I'll probably do the same because I'm following Bullion. I was going to say, let me roll to see if they clock you, but it's fine. Well, we're in a party, dude. Yeah, I was about to say, there's no point. <laughs> I also want to roll for stealth. Okay, so Boyan's going to be completely hidden. Mateus, you blend in completely. You're a teenager, so they wouldn't really even expect. I think everyone else might be a great idea to roll for stealth or like use Path Without a Trace or something like that um, as a good way to kind of be unseen. You all want to tell them 100%? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Is there anything you would like to do before you leave and trail these people? Uh, can we, like, 
do an investigation check on the wire to see what kind of wire it is. Is it like a copper wire? Is it like a threaded wire? Is it like a fuse type of wire? Mm -hmm. Yeah, go for it. All right, 30, 20. So it is a fuse wire. Um, so if they push down on these boxes, this will eat through the wire and pass a... Not a current or a charge. Yeah, a, a current or a charge um, to seemingly detonate something. All right, so I'm going to relate to the folks. Be like, all right, this type of wire is no normal type of wire. It seems like it's a like, TNT type of wire. Like... Uh, it's going to send something, like, once it has, once the charge passes through, it's going to go through it, and wherever it's connected to, it's probably going to go kaboom. I'd say with that investigation, too, you might actually see maybe a part of the wire sticking up out of the ground. Hey, Bo, can I borrow a knife? Um, let's see, do I have an extra knife? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a knife. Okay. Yeah, I give I, I give Mateus one of my daggers. Sheathed. It's sheathed and everything. I'm like, use this responsibly. I'm so proud of him. Just, Look at this. You're just asking. Hey, you want to use a knife? Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I attempt I to cut this wire? Go for it. Yeah. Do we have any way of, I mean, I know it's like deep down in the cavern where the dwarves are and all that. Like, do we have any way to alert them of things? Like, I'm thinking of like the folks who can transform into stuff or even. Am I still a bird? Yeah, until you tell me otherwise, you're still a bird to me. Small one. So, Mateus, you cut maybe the first one. Do you want to keep looking around? And so chill, you tell me what you want to do, too, so I don't forget. Well, I, I, I think... I, well, I want to do a perception. I don't know if I did that last time. Okay. Um, what do you... Uh, are you just trying to get in the environment more, or...? I'm trying to see if there's any, like, tracks or any signs that... People have gone in a certain direction, some sort. Uh, okay, so here's what I'll tell you. If you're looking for tracks with people going a certain direction, I'm going to say that you do notice that these two people who kind of set up this whole wire and detonation sort of method are not cutting through the teenage crowd. They're actually going on the outside of the mining site um, and just avoiding the teenagers altogether. I'm going to okay. see if I can find any more wires. All right. Go ahead and roll me an investigation, Mateus. And so, what do you want to do? I go back to uh, Drew and, or Dizzy, I'm sorry. And question. Sorry to interrupt. You are uh, transforming from an animal to a human in front of a whole bunch of people. Ooh. I shouldn't do that. I thought we were like isolated in the in the mine. No, you're you're on the you're on the mining site. You're on ground level floor. People, teenagers are everywhere. Hmm. We're at the is, 
is um Cyrus is is your bird with you? I forgot their name right now. In Pindulu. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I land on your other shoulder and squawk to Dulu. Hey, that's prime real estate. Don't do that. That's that's my shoulder. I think there's some people going around the outskirts of this teenage group. Okay, cool. Just ignore me on that one, but um, I'll I'll make sure he knows. Okay, oh, and I, I stay there until he tells him. Uh, okay, well, um, the the people are they're doing whatever. People are outside walking around. He's on your shoulder, and it's really bothering me. Like, if you could just make him move, that would be really great. Oh, my God. Dulu, what the fuck are you talking about? There are people who are moving away from the group. Uh, the teenagers. Two people look old, kind of dickhead racists, walking on the outside while uh, the teenagers are partying. Huh. Okay. Now, can you tell him to get off your shoulder? Yeah? Please? Uh, he doesn't really have anywhere to go. So, relax. He can fly. He's a bird. He's a bird. He can fly. I'm just I'm saying. Not, I'm, I'm ignoring you right now. Um, Mateus, I noticed you rolled a 16. Uh, yeah. I'd say... Hmm? Yeah. Uh, you do find a couple more of these wires. In fact, there are three wires in total. Okay. Can I sneak up to in, inconspicuously go up and try to cut those wires too? Yeah, let me just do a roll for something real quick. Yeah. I'd also like to try to go around and um, pit pocket the drunk teenagers. Try to get some, um, maybe some sort of magical item, perhaps some cool looking rocks. Okay, you can roll for sleight of hand, so chill. I'm going to... Got an eight. What's that? A nickel? Did I get a couple quarters, maybe? <laughs> um, what you get is a very pissed-off teenager who notices that you have, uh, or a bird is in their pocket, and will swat at you. So I'm just going to do an attack roll real quick. Does a 13 hit? Well, armor class is 13. So it hits. Awesome. And I'm going to do an unarmed strike, which is like a, I think a D4. Actually, I'm just going to check that real quick. I thought unarmed strike was like two points. Okay, cool. That's just two points of damage on you. Mateus, so you want to cut the rest of these wires? Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and slice, or you slice three. Um, you sneak back to the group undetected, it seems. Guys, I, I cut some of the, the wires. We should probably follow the other guys before we lose them. Yeah, was anybody trailing? I know we had a couple of stealth rolls like in regards to go to, or, toward them, like in their direction. Um, do we know how far they've gotten since this conversation or since like the cutting of these wires? Can we Do we still have them in sight? Well, me and uh, Satan, we went to stealth to trail, but then Mateus asked me for a knife. So I'm going to say Satan is the one still trailing them. Yeah, I'm like walking ahead a little bit. You got distracted by uh, Mateus yeah. giving her the knife. So I'm following Satan 
Getting two d20s as a perception check. Uh, hmm. One of them doesn't spot you, but the other one turns his head around. And you're not sure if he saw you or if he did not. Hmm. Cool. I'm like focused on the wires. I'm not like I'm trying to avoid eye contact from anybody. But you know, I'm not like my head down, just like following the wire, trying to be as normal as possible. You're following the wire. Yeah, that's we're, we're tracking Through the wire, the right? Wire. Just song. to see what it's linked to. Are you sure about that? Mm, I mean, I'm not straying too far away from the group, but. Just a little bit. You know, just okay. maybe tracing the wire with my eyes to see where I go. All right. So you notice a guy who looked back and then looked forward. Notice that you are slightly tracing a wire. So stops and turns around. Hey, what are you doing? I only ignore him at first. I know you hear me. What are you doing? What? Me? What? Who I'm... else? Oh, uh, sorry. Had, uh... Couple of drinks, too much. Sorry, couple is it of obvious? drinks. You're not even a teenager. No, I, I've had a couple of drinks here and there. Who are you? That's, again? Not, that's not what he asked. Him. I'm trying to be intoxicated, okay? <laughs> I know I'm laughing, glory I'm laughing because he legit said, "You're not a teenager. I haven't drank a thing. I'm not suspicious. What are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm not suspicious. You're suspicious. Drink? suspicious That's me. Silly goose. <laughs> Come over here now. I like. I look back at the group to see if anyone is like seeing what's going on, but I like. Yeah. Uh, shuffle over slowly. Do I have like? Since I'm not that far behind, do I? Do I have eyes on what's going on? Would I have eyes on what's going on? Yeah, I would say you could. Okay. You're, um, you're scouts, so they don't know where you are. So for all they know, you can be near Satan. All right, so how how far away, like, so if he's close to Satan or whatever, let's say there's, like, a large crowd or whatever, like, all right, but, like, how close is this one bad guy to the other bad guy? I'd say the two bad guys are about maybe six feet away. Six feet away? Yeah. All right, so, like, a, 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 a tall person's length away. Hmm, 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 hmm. Gotta think what to do here. While you're thinking, I'm just gonna roleplay a little bit. Looks like our buddy here got lost a little bit. Hmm. Um, you care why? Because I don't appreciate it. You be near our kinfolk like that. Oh, sorry. I was just passing through. You know, I heard about the this event going on. You heard about this event? What's the event you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, all right. Uh, at this point, I come up behind the guy and put my gun to his back and just tell, whisper in his ear, "Be quiet." Intimidation. Intimidation. Yep. All right. Are there, st- are there like bushes and things around? Like, this is on an outskirts, so there might be playing some bushes, or you can hide behind or near the trailers as well. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Can I burn the lock? Hey, that's that I is rolled. your slots. So if you want to burn that, I rolled roll. so t- yes, dude. I want to roll again. That was terrible. For, I mean, for, 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 for the audience's information, he rolled a three. I didn't. Even yeah, that. he rolled a one. Wait, you lock whenever you make an attack roll, yeah. ability check, or life saving throw. Dizzy is by one of the trailers, like 
Watch me roll another one. Fuck me. All right. Whatever. Okay. You rolled a six. That still doesn't really match anything that would really get the guy to be like, oh, fuck. So, okay. That's probably a fake. Yeah, but I think it's a fake. You see one of them reach uh, to their hip. I swoop down and peck at his hand. Oh, okay. Apparently birds come out at night. Um, what the fuck? What would I roll? It's a just you're a bird. I don't think unarmed strike. Um, I guess we're gonna go with hawk stats tonight. So, um, just want to make sure you do want to go and peck at them. Yeah, hawks have probably one of the highest diving speeds. Their reaction time should be slow. Well, I'm not gonna go with diving speed. I'm just gonna go with uh, first of all. Then, if you're going off of that, roll d20 to see if you hit. Got eleven. Does not hit. Um, you swoop down to try to knock them with your talon um, that most falcons use to uh, beat their prey as they dive down. Um, you completely. Wait, you're a falcon? Okay, well, I was alluding it to a falcon. I said like a falcon, not a falcon. I a cockatiel is nothing like a falcon. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bird expert I'm over a here. Cockatiel. Dude, you're talking. You're basically talking about the difference between like a, a house cat and a and a tiger, like or a cougar. Okay, fine. Um, he just misses because he's a cockatiel and not a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> is that better? <laughs> okay, so you completely miss, and the guy just is like, "What the fuck is that? A is that a dead bird now? Like I don't fall from the sky." Wait, is this guy in front of me reaching for a weapon? Is that why? The guy not in front of you, but to the right of the other guy is reaching for a weapon. Boyan just tried to intimidate someone and might get shot for it. Um, Dizzy, so Dizzy, imagine that they're not in plain sight. Like, since that's how Dizzy says around the trailer. Dizzy takes out one of the dynamites and uses their tinderbox to light it and toss it to try and distract somebody. <laughs> okay, um, so, Boyan, I need you to do a dexterity saving throw. Um, you have to hit 13 or you're going to take some damage. Not at, not at them. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not throwing it at <laughs> them. What the fuck? Dizzy, no, Dizzy's throwing it like in their direction but past them so they leave the scene <laughs> uh, how just... far do you think that you can throw that i guess i should check my strength then huh? yeah i was about to say uh, let me let me see your strength yeah, you do a strength roll and then we'll try to either do that in feet or inches <laughs> right <laughs> like... <laughs> oh it dropped an inch in front of you yeah, man. Well, <laughs> it would still do the job it would just be like everybody roll away <laughs> um should i should i, should I just roll a, a strength no, you can tell me what your strength is, and I'll just say, like, okay, you launch it away. Or it's uh, strength is at eight. Okay. That, that'll fine. That's fine for me for right now. Um, it's so, a stick. Yeah, I was going to say it's a stick. So it's, it's not going to be like, it weighs 30 pounds. Right. <laughs> it's a stick, That's but a, it's a substantially it's a dense stick. So it can travel through the air and will flutter back in front of you. <laughs> Like a tissue. Huh. <laughs> that is a dense piece of dynamite. You know how fucking, how much heat that is you're packing oh right there? Oh my gosh, imagine that. You throw it, it just wind blows it right back in your face. <laughs> it's like a paper plane that does that loop-de-loop and it comes right back at you. 
<laughs> it's like okay. like a Looney Tunes scene or something. So you spark it up, you launch it. Um, everyone hears a um, through the air. Um, the two are like, whoa, what the fuck's that? And whatever the other guy's voice was like, he's like, oh, what the fuck's that? Why are you getting lazy? <laughs> because I expect y'all to kill these people like really fast. And y'all are kind of like being nice to them. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, dude, I don't want to scar a bunch of children. I, actually, I totally that's would. Say, that's I'm not in nice. your character at all. <laughs> um, but yeah. What the fuck's that? And what the fuck's that? Um, and then you hear a loud concussive blast. Um, and it kind of get a little spooked. And it's like, we got to get to the ballast before um, shit pops off faster than it's supposed to. The other dude just books it. And the guy that you have, like, a gun to his back, he uh, jukes you real quick. Ankles are broken and everything. And he just sprints. Cool. So shoot. He sprints. How far away is he? Um, well, he moves 30 feet. So. If you take an action, uh, you might be able to catch up to him. Um, no, I was just going to shoot him in the back. Okay. If you want to do that, too. I go, I, go in, I go in and try to uh, take a dump on his head. Okay. Um, take, take a what? Can we have, Socio, can we have you continue to trail them while you're doing that? Yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out where they're going to go. Just, just, you know, um, just try to like, um, like I'm flying and just like, an, I'm just like an air bomber trying to, trying to hit them on the head. All right. I'm going to need you, what do you want me to roll. roll Cause I, I am, I am wanting to, cause the guy's running away. I really wanted to pop a shot. At Which him. one? The guy that just like juked us and broke our ankles. Okay. Uh, so, Chill, which one are you f- tracing? Because one of them is about to die. It would be pointless to trace a dead body. Oh, yeah, true. The, then the other one who's not about to die. Okay. <gasps> oh, my God. There's a burp trying to poop on my head. What the hell? What, what do you want um, to roll for the revolver again? I mean, it's an attack first. So, let's see if you, if you hit. You want me to roll a 20? Yes, to see if you hit, and then you can roll the damage. You missed, shot in the dark, bullet whizzes past. You just hear a, oh, God! Um, As possibly a teenager might have just heard like a stray bullet hit the ground in front of them. I wish it hit Um, them. God damn it. What a waste of a bullet. Keep on going. So as you're tracing Sochil, who is tracing... Uh, the big oaf guy who's trying to get shot on. Um, you are following him, right? You're not just standing there? Yep. No, I got to keep moving, right? Okay. Unless he's standing still. No, he's he's definitely booking it. So um, he, you notice that they're all kind of booking it to one spot um, towards the Hellcroft Manor. All right, what do I roll? A d20? For what? For accuracy. Oh, to shit on the guy? Yeah. Uh, if I can get roll, in his eyes, that would be the optimal place. Do three attack rolls, like to hit rolls. Like on arm strike? Uh, no, because it's not going to like damage him because it's shit. <laughs> Dizzy thinks we should follow. We should also like Wait, trail hey, hey, no, hey, let's not rush the shitting, okay? You don't want to. You don't want to push it out. You want it to just calmly exit you. I was also gonna say, I'm like, I don't think birds have real direct control over okay. how they poop. So, I mean, 
even doing this as an attack, like with purpose, not really realistic, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but, but, but fun fact, fun fact in college, when me and Jonathan lived together, we went to the convenience store, the C store, and a bird shat on his head. And prior to us going there, we were joking about how it would be funny as fuck if we were walking and a bird shat on one of our heads. I do remember this. It shat on my favorite jacket. I was very pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I have a photo. If you subscribe to our so, Patreon, what do I roll with, D20? subscribe to our Patreon yeah. and you might be able to see our fucking photo. I don't know why you have a photo. It was hilarious. Why wouldn't I have taken a photo? You're like, dude, there's something warm on my head. <laughs> um, a 15 does hit, so you do land it on top of his bald head. Um, oh, no, not... he's bald. <laughs> yes, he's a bald man, unfortunately. Um, it lands on his head. You hear a nice little clap of the liquid smacking onto his forehead skin. Um, you hear, oh, um... <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! Um, as the other guy is like, "What? What's going on? Why? Oh shit! That's actual shit. That's really gross. You should wash your. Don't go into Mister Hailcroft's manor, though. He's gonna kill you because he doesn't like shit on his floor. So you're gonna have to go to the backyard hose or the lake and wash yourself off. I'll tell Hailcroft about um, what we possibly might have an issue with." Uh, as well as the, uh, the 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 bombs, the explosives are safe. Are they having this full-on conversation while sprinting away? Adding to my character notes that Ujalans, one possible difference, their lung capacity. Because that's okay. a crazy conversation to have while running. <laughs> yeah, full-on sprinting away, by the way. Not just like going for a leisurely speed walking. Just, hoo, 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 hoo. And, and another thing, I was actually like, like it's crazy. <laughs> Hey listeners, it's me, your DM, taking a quick break from the episode to let you know that we are streaming on all podcast platforms. Wait, I already know that. Well, we know that you know that because you're listening to us, but you know who doesn't know that? Your friends, your family, your dog. Yeah, your dog likes D&D. Or your cat. I don't know what you have. Maybe you have a snake. I don't know. But anyway, so share this with your friends, your family, your dog. You know, let's boost this community. And then, while they're following the podcast, you take their phone, you make them follow us on TikTok, or Twitter, or Instagram, or one of the social medias. I don't know. I'm like 25. I'm old now, so there might be a new one by the time this gets out. All links are in the show notes. Follow us there, so then we can keep making content and you can have all the fun behind the scenes. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you soon. Basically, the Hellcroft Manor has a nice front, um, large fields, and then at the far end, there is a plantation-style-looking uh, manor. Um, it is whitewashed to keep it from fire and flame from the past years of revolts that's happened between the dwarves and the humans. Um, lights are on. It does almost look like the White House a little bit, like someone took some, I don't know, inspiration from that. Um, but from there, you can see that it has two floors, um, nice ionic pillars um, with a whitewashed, uh, also whitewashed, actually. And then nice molding around the top uh, just to give it a little bit of uh, pizzazz. So I'm guessing that we're making our way over there, right? 
correct. Okay. The other guy uh, walks off, gets the shit, I guess, washing his forehead from shit. Um, and the other dude walks into the manor um, from what you can see. Okay. So. Can we take out the guy that stopped to wipe the shit off his head? Sure. Wait, wait, wait. Um, yeah, let's say. How far away is the guy from, well, from us and from Manor? That's the first question. I'll ask another one later. I'd say it depends on how close you want to be to the Manor. Um, do you want to be near the front door, near the stairs, near a shack or a dwarven slave quarter? Um, that might be a couple of feet away from there, uh, maybe 10, 15 feet away. It really depends on kind of where you want to be. Well, you did see the guy go walk to, is he actually walked to the side of the sort of uh, manor where there is a well. Okay, I think we want to be around that side because I don't want us to be you know, like standing at the front door. Like, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> I kind of want to go to the shack. All right, so I'm going to turn to the group. All right, you know, we're going to go over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, all right, who has the jug with the liquids? I have an idea. I don't see where you're going with this at all. Well, well you, Polly, and then Sochil, who's also in poly form, you guys are going to carry this jug and dump the X amount of gasoline or petrol that we need over the house. And then we light it on fire. Not to disparage Dulu or the plan, I don't think they could carry it. In a magical land, this should be possible. Think of two parakeets. <laughs> that is the trick. Let <laughs> me roll for strength to see if they can carry it. <laughs> so, there's a few ways we could go about this. Does Hellcroft know who we are? I feel like we should do a history check. Think of the best way to approach the situation. I say we light the house on fire and draw the big bad out. Why do we want to go into the big bad's corner? Well, we're still looking for the Warman's daughter. Casualties or casualties? We need to mm. get out of here. <laughs> that is a fact. Okay, okay, okay. I have a plan I've been <gasps> thinking about for a little bit. But Things are going to get ugly. I might have to say some things that might not sound the best. Oh, because I was going to say my plan was a little bit more fucked up because unfortunately, the dwarves, I hate to say it, but they're small. And if we could just set one inside the bag and detonate it outside the house. Okay, so for that idea to work, you would have to acquire a dwarf, for one. Second of all... You mentioned the shack. Second of all, all the dwarves are in the mine. Third of all, the DM has to see be okay with it, and the DM is not. So, <laughs> so what I was thinking of was, if we want to draw out Hellcroft, I think that two of us... Uh-huh. I'm not artistic, so I don't know if I could draw him out that well. I, I gotta look at how he looks first, but... Also true. Yeah. But if we want to get him, like, out, uh-huh. I feel like we need two of us to go in and be faux, faux snitches. What I mean is, 
one of his sheriff droids, or whatever, sheriff droids is what I've been calling them, they're warforges. One of his warforges went rogue, and as much as, I mean, we don't know how he feels about the citizens, the breathing citizens of uh, Farron, I feel like the disdain he'd have for a rogue warforge could get us on his good side. If we gain his trust a little bit, we can talk about, like, oh, these crazy rumors we've heard in town. Like, I feel like if you gave me a little bit of leash here, I can reel in uh, Hellcroft. And when he's out in the open, we can pull him out of whatever room he's in. I can signal to you and we can surprise him or jump him or whatever and find the door from there. I, I like... The thing is, it requires <sighs> a lot of lying. And if we can get a story that's convincing enough, I feel like we can lead a lot of things in this town to change. I thought my plan was a moonshot. Holy fuck is yours a moonshot. You're trying to fucking touch the stars with that one. Listen, ah, this town's fucked up. I, I don't know. So let's blow it up. Y'all are going to hate me for this. This Saving this town isn't our goal. However, toppling this guy, I say that as quietly as possible, <laughs> would lead to that goal. It also would help us get on that road. I feel like if we can pull the wool over one guy's eyes, we're set. Like, I don't want to pull wool over his eyes. I want his eyes in my hands. I am with Boyan on this. And we'll get that chance. We just need to draw him out. And I feel like we can do that with honey. I mean, with, with more honey than vinegar. I mean, if we go there with pitchforks, that's a Tuesday for him. But if we come in claiming with information that would stop the next uprising, you know, hi, you know hypothetically. And plus, uh, Mateus, you still have Neji's recording of Shrill admitting to killing one of his bots. And we also know that he could technically be responsible for his possible successor's death in the mines. I feel like we have a pretty convincing case against Shrill. And if we turn in a guy that is totally blasted his prime directive, and I pull out the, the Shrill memory card from my inventory and bring him his head on a silver platter, I mean, dude, fuck this guy, I, I say to the chip. We can sell him out, get credit, <laughs> and have a have the big bad right in our faces. I feel like it's a perfect opportunity. I do feel that it, whoever goes in there, though, it can't be Bojan or Sakan. Because that guy just can't went in and tattled. And if he sees you two... That's not going to work out. All right, so let's take a vote as a group. I didn't talk to them earlier for this exact reason. Dizzy's down for Cyrus's plan. Two I'm going to say while y'all were talking and whatnot, um, the guy who initially went in has now left. You see the door and the front door open, and he walks out 
um, and seems to be walking down the path out of the manor. How about Cyrus and Mateus? I think it would be good for you two to go in and start executing that plan while we execute the guy that just walked out. Revolver in hand. <laughs> Let's see if we can get information from this guy before we take him before we take him out. Like Dizzy is Dizzy's very prepared for attack for a fight. Like Dizzy was going to try and ensnare the guy who um, who was trying to wash off the shit off his head. But do we know his path? Can we get him off the road? He's walking 100% down the path. So I'm pretty sure if you go into the fields um, and then do like a little, uh, he'll be like, what the fuck's that? Oh, that's perfect. Okay. When we get, when we all, when we all get to him, we're all rolling for intimidation. We're squeezing this guy for information and then we make him pay. Go for it. So, uh, following, I guess the rogues, uh, we head over to the path and try and like lure the guy off to the side. Um, does anyone have a good distraction? I'd like to return back to my human form. And then I'd like to cast um, mold earth all around the guy's feet so that his feet kind of sink into the earth. Okay, so you just want to make quicksand. Uh, yeah, essentially. We, we don't um, like sand just, around here because it's more like gets everywhere. Yeah, Stupid. just instead of a solid ground, it's 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 kind of like gravel, and so his feet kind of just slide in. Okay, so you're saying it's like gravel? Fine it, gravel. It, it's Not very un- fine no. gravel. It's like, ultra fine gravel. Okay. Ooh, does anyone have like unseen servant or something? I do have unseen servant. Can you cast it like right away? Yes. Like not like it's a, a ritual. Yeah, I can cast it right away. Okay. I think you throw some of the gravel in his eye so he's blinded. Yeah, I can do that. That that fine coarse gravel. Okay, so does mold earth if you're trying to do it in this manner? Um, it's just a spell you can cast, right? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Yeah, so it's unseen awesome. servant. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and execute that plan. Cool. Sochiel's the biggest. I need Sochiel to grab him. Is is it wait, is it a big oafish guy or like the little one? It's a little skinny it. dude. Oh, perfect, dude. So Sochiel, you can pick him up by his fucking ankles now. Hang him upside down. So the mold earth, the ground underneath him becomes unstable. And since it's not solid, he begins to sink and tries it. My the earth then re-solidifies, locking his ankles into place. Okay. Um, from that point, uh, he all of a sudden hears uh, feet kind of pattering into or in the darkness. And before you know it, you hear, God, ah, my eyes. Ah, shit. I can't see. Ah, ah, I think I got something in my mouth. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, my God. This tastes terrible. Oh, God. And while that happens, I go behind him and grab his arms and put him behind the back. You know, like picks him up by arrested. the back of the neck. Just wow. so he feels himself dangling in the air. The six foot seven guy picks him up. He's at LeBron's like head height. He's like, oh, six seven. 
So, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty tall. I'm six, like six, seven about. Oh. So I remember we were in the car and uh, he had to turn into wild shape. <laughs> just he's, his big ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was a mouse. So, yeah. Okay, cool. You do exactly that. You pick him up out of the quicksand. He's dangling. Uh, uh, who's there? What, what's going on? Listen very closely. Okay, who can I are roll you? For intimidation. Can I hand? No, wait, wait, wait. Can I hand Cyrus a dagger? Oh, I have, I have my own. Okay. Okay, that's a twelve. Yeah, that's not gonna do it. A twelve. Twelve won't do it. Okay. Wait, can I roll this for intimidation then? Hold on. You have an advantage. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. How is yeah. he not shaken mentally? He's darkness. He has been immobilized. He's being picked up by the nape of his neck. Like oh, a goddamn no, he's not, kitten. He's not fucking convinced. Okay. All guys, right. Guys, Cyrus, guys, guys. Wait, hey. Whoa. Oh, hey. Yo, I just said you have advantage, my man. You don't have to use a spell slot yet. We're gonna oh, that's blood. a cantrip. We could do this all day. Okay, if you want to cast magic, that's also fine. It's up to oh, you. We're in, the middle. we're in the middle of nowhere. Hey, buddy. Listen up. <laughs> Okay, it's just going to Do I have your loud. attention now? Uh, shock and grasp, right? Like yep. electricity, lightning pulses from your hand onto them. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. He's going to yell. Um, and I'm going to see if anyone can hear that. Sorry, guys. It's my first kidnapping. Oh, my God. Three, uh, 12, a 14. Uh, there's a 17. But I'll take these two as a disadvantage because they might be in the house. Surprisingly, no one hears you. <laughs> oh, I checked. Can we cast oh, something that covers his mouth? Oh, yeah, I think we would after that. Do we have anything? You have a rope. Dizzy ties him. <laughs> so you could just tie a rope over his yeah, mouth. And... Dizzy ties a rope over his mouth. <laughs> Dizzy uses his hunter's knots that he's like, this is like very experienced, like not making. Guy feels like a fucking buck. <laughs> Can we get some information out of him? Like, I want to keep moving. <laughs> okay. Well, you have him gagged, tied, all that sort of stuff. You tased him. I think he's going to be open to a little bit of confrontation hey buddy if it hasn't been made apparent to you you're out of options here my mm -hmm. friend wants to waterboard you but i mm -hmm. feel like i feel like you get the picture mm -hmm. i wasted a fucking bullet on him so we plan on ungagging you mm -hmm. and when that mouth is open mm -hmm. i want to hear some useful shit <laughs> you got your little scream out? You notice how nobody came to help you? Hey Cyrus, yeah, I put my that. I put my arm around his throat and give it a little squeeze. <laughs> We've got hands all over you, dog. Let me you, know what I need I, to know. I just I just want to uh, cut through here and say, um, and you wonder why Neji was like, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> I want to kill something. <laughs> Neji's not watching this. Neji is safely in my pack right now. <laughs> but can he hear it? Okay. Fair. So, 
looks like we got uh, a helpful informant. What do you want to ask him? I run his pockets. My boy. I... You don't see anything useful, just papers. Oh, let's investigate that. Okay, these papers are just maybe some of his shopping receipts, uh, maybe a little detailed sketch of where some of the... Well, what's on his grocery list? Nothing <laughs> of importance. Uh, Dizzy's sick to this. Dizzy like, like, is in Buddy's ear. Like, I want you to nod real slow. Yes or no. Did you have buy you seen eggs? A dwarf, have you seen a dwarven girl go into this manner? Mm-hmm. Do you know where she is? Mm-mm. I'd like to do an insight check on that last question. Uh, on the question or the guy who's answering? On the guy. Uh, I want to see if he was lying about that. Okay, roll for it. Well, he does know. A 10. You don't know if he's lying or not lying. Can I also roll that? What, what was it you rolled? Insight? Yeah, insight. Oh, okay. Never mind. Thought I whiffed it. I think everybody just rolls it inside at that point. He's not lying. He's not lying. <laughs> there. Thank you. Jonathan had to save him. Is Big Boss Man in there? Mm-hmm. Is your boss in there? Mm-hmm. Did you go see him? Then mm-hmm. sorry, so you go from there. I'm thinking about your plan now. If I take this gag off your mouth, will you tell me? What you said to him. Mm-hmm. None of that screaming shit. Because you could walk away from this. <laughs> I don't want him to walk. I want him to crawl. Oh. <laughs> this better be a really good answer, dude. I wasted a fucking so we ungag hey, Before that, before that, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Cyrus. Go ahead. I do mold earth. About six feet whole. <laughs> And he's well, he's short, right? So five feet should do it. Is that right? Sure, <laughs> sure five feet can do it. He's he's that short. He's a five foot man. Put him like on his knees in front of the hole. So, so other than intimidating the fuck out of this guy, do you want to do anything else? Like ask a good question. So I, I I ask. I I take off the gag and be like, "What was the conversation you just had?" Okay, so we just told him that we saw a couple of people, only two people so far. Well, I guess now y'all, but I can't tell him that anymore because you're standing here. Uh, but we also uh, saw just two people. Uh, one of them tried to cut the wire and the other one uh, just tried to shoot me in the back. And now that we, well, I guess you're here now. But uh, we, I didn't tell him that they possibly could be following us because we both split up. Uh, but yeah. Where is the boss, man? He's in the manor. What do you expect? Where, where, in the, where? where in the manor? Okay, well, he's in study. Does anyone have a writing utensil? Or a scour- I scourge around for a rock that uh, can leave marks on paper, at least. Uh, y- yeah, you you find well, some but, rocks? Sure, okay. yeah. I wanted him to draw, draw a map. Uh, you want him to draw? On the paper, on his grocery list, yeah. Um, okay. In the white he space. I wanted takes- to draw, uh, like... So just basically out of each floor. Okay. Good idea. Um, it's not a really complex layout per se. There's maybe on one side a couple of uh, build, uh, not buildings. Sorry, uh, rooms, rooms, um, bedroom, all that sort of stuff. Maybe for someone who's a smaller or younger age. He also has. It seems like he has about two to three bedrooms in his house. Uh, one uh, down underneath, two on the top. 
he also has a study. Uh, the study is behind the staircase uh, that is at the center of sort of the landing or like this whole entryway to the whole manor in general. Um, top floor, once again, is also a room that he has never been into, so he just draws a box, um, as well as another room that he's never been into and draws a box. He also marcate, or denotes that there are two doors, um, one on the right and then one on the left on the first floor. That was really helpful. I point on, on the doors on the right. What's behind this? He says it's probably a basement or some storage unit. It's a, if it's a basement, there might be a an out a, a door on the outside to go inside, like a cellar door or something. That sounds treach not treacherous, tenuous. But you know what? I'm glad we found out. Hey, what's your name, man? I, I'm really afraid to tell you that because I feel like you're going to kill me if I tell you. We're going to need it for the oh, obituary, you fuck. Just because he said that specifically. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. You cooperated entirely. I have no qualms with you at this point. I genuinely do not believe that. I am so scared right now. I don't feel like you would not kill me. Bro, I'm t like, I listen, I've been like the, the talking guy. Everybody else here, they're crazy, but you've given us a bunch of information, and now the last thing you're talking back to me, like, come on. Okay, then I, I have a question then. No, mm -hmm. no, no, no questions. No, 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 I'm curious, I'm curious. Could you close up the hole in front of me then? Okay, I will do that on the condition you tell me how many people are in this manner. Deal, okay, that's fine. It's only Lord Hellcroft. I'm going to need to know their occupations. I don't Any know. Any skills. All. Okay, wait. I don't. I'm, personal I'm not, trauma, if possible. I'm, whatever I'm whatever versions of this country's social security number is, too. <laughs> we don't have social security numbers. I'm also going to need about uh, 50 gold coins. I don't have money on. I, I'm setting up. Where's the money, though? <laughs> Damn, so... You think I brought a wallet to basically an execution of a, a dwarf village or town in a mine? Oh, oh wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa, Where what are the was explosions? That? Where are the explosives, buddy? So, to answer the original question, there are two people in there of interest, I guess, to you. Unless you want to kill a child. That's really fucking weird. I'm okay with that. I mean, Casualties. Well, I guess that means there's four. In there. Okay, so there's Lord Hellcroft's son. There's his bodyguard. There's Lord Hellcroft in general. And then there is his little dwarven shit. What about the dwarven girl? Do you know where she's at? I mean, no. I just saw her like once. And that was like the first day we brought her here. Got you. All right. I think I'm satisfied. Okay, so, else good? so the hole closes then and I get to go home. To my kids. I'm sorry, dude. I lied, man. Well, I lied. All right. You're all, all right, sons of bitches. I hate you. Yeah. I hope whatever god there is comes to ruin you. She sent us. Slit his throat. <laughs> all right, you slit his throat. Blood sprays all over you all. It's gross. Or I guess blood sprays into a hole. You kick him into the hole. He chokes on his own blood. 
Anyway, let's go to the next part. What do y'all do now? Uh, Mateus, Bo, follow my lead. All right, so Bo, Mateus, Cyrus, I'll go through the front or, or go to the front door of the manor. You knock on the door. Everyone else, put your place on where you want to be on the map, um, amongst the fields or not. So, do you knock on the door? Do you just try to open it yourselves? What do you want to do? Oh, I, I just want to check. I have Shrill's memory chip, chip, but do we have his head somewhere? Uh, I think Mateus has his head. I have his head. Neji's in it right now. Wait, Neji's in the head? Yes. Uh, I thought he was in the phone still. No, no, Neji, Neji got an upgrade. That's right. Well, he's going to have to downgrade. Mm. Hey, Neji, um, just for a little bit, I'm going to have you back into the in the phone, okay? It's just for a little bit. Neji just say anything. Okay, good night, Neji. I pull him out and put him in the phone. So, you take out Neji's chip. You put it back in your bag. Is there anything else we would like to do before we touch the door? I want to do an arcana check on the door. Maybe it's trapped or something. Door? Some no arcana. magic or something? No magic yeah. door. It's just a door. Okay. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> okay. Time repeats itself, but hopefully the ending will be different. Cyrus knocks on the front door. It's like an urgent sort of knocking. All right. Uh, you see before you, as the door opens, is a quite tall, muscular man. What can I do for you? Yes, hello. We're traveling merchants, and we have found some interesting information that we wanted to report to some level of authority. Uh, however, things got a little hairy, and we wanted to go right to the top. Describe hairy. Possible mechanical corruption, if you catch my drift. Please just go to our cum stop and they'll figure it out. That's where we heard about it first. Are you going to refer to the it? Or are we going to stand here into the middle of the night? If it's all the same with you, this should go directly to Lord Hellcroft's ears directly. No one sees Lord Hellcroft until they speak with me. So, tell well, me. I'm assuming you're one of his trusted confidants, so... Are we going to Mateus, skip the pleasantries? Mateus, please. I pull out Shul's head. I'm like, this is what we're talking about. Ah, Shrill. Interesting. We've lost him this entire day. Good to see that he's, well, not in good looks, but a look. All right, you can dispose of that how you will. Thanks. He's about to shut the door. Uh, I think there the, the corruption went a little deeper than this. Okay. Trust me. If this is the type of thing that was in front of Lord Hellcroft's door and turned away without his knowledge, I wouldn't want to be the guy responsible. From well. what we've heard, he's a pretty tough customer. 
For what I've heard is that you need to tell me everything right now or I'll shut this door. Trill apparently had abdicated his duties. He had not just been administering, you know, right and just rule of law. He had been using it for personal advantage. The robots, sorry, automatons, sorry, no, automatons, yes. The automatons got sick of him and taking advice from a certain subsect of this population formed a bit of an uprising. Before their methods are modeled, we wanted to sound the alarm. Because, listen, honestly, we're, we're from, I think, Coronet. Coronet. We're Coronetian uh, merchants. So we've come a long way. We've stayed out of trouble and everything. But a, a place with no rule of law is a place bad for business. Ah, so you're from Coronet, a neutral country. And you've made your way here. Our loyalty is to our profit margin. That's our saying. And, and the customer. Might I ask, what does you selling goods and services to us have to do with you killing one of our denizens? Well, listen, when the law goes, so does finance. When the law goes, so does order to come in and make a sale. When the wealthiest man in town has his own wealth being threatened, well, who in the world would I sell to? Dwarves? <laughs> and I'm assuming you have the chip. We have the chip. May I see the chip, since I have to ask that now? Yes, uh, Trill was not too keen on, uh, being... <laughs> being deposed but we were able to swoop in and save him from those rabid automatons that attacked him shrill was a fool who knew nothing of our whole business he was more or less a club that we used so thank you for showing us that the club is now broken i guess you may enter under one condition of course. Do not touch anything. Do not stray from anything. And you will stand and wait in this entryway as I go get Lord Hellcroft. That works just fine for us. Great. He opens the door to you all um, for you to come in. Um, once again, you see that he is a very tall, muscular man um, to be peak uh, physical fitness. Um, this guy looks like he works out 24-7. Basically, Chris Evans, Captain America. Uh, sort of. Build. What's he wearing? He's wearing pants and, like, an undershirt. He's not really expecting anyone at this time of the night. Gotcha. He has a... Uh, khakis. <laughs> yep, he's wearing khakis in the middle of the night. He goes to sleep in khakis. Um, he does have a pretty bad scar on the side of his face, actually, once you do... Uh, see him enter, as well as another scar at the back of his neck. Um, he 
goes up to the stairs, uh, turns left, and goes into the door, uh, into the bedroom area. Is there anything you'd want to do while he's getting the Lord? Are the rogues nearby? The rogues are outside. Sick. They can sneak in. Uh, wouldn't it just be a better idea to have Silchil turn into like a small critter, run around, find the girl, and then just escape? That works for me. Well, as you are thinking about what could possibly be going on outside, um, the door opens and you see the tall man um, with a smaller, older fellow uh, walk down the stairs. <laughs> like they turn into a cockroach. All right, you turn into a cockroach. But anyway, they go see Lord Hellcroft. And I, um, and I crawl inside. I'd like to see if I can fit underneath the door on the right. You're a cockroach. You'll be able to fit underneath the door. Okay. You don't have to describe to me <laughs> that at all. <laughs> Just roll for it. So. <laughs> I go inside. I search. I try to see for any human beings in there. It's dark as shit. Anyway, Lord Hellcroft and his guard come downstairs to meet both Bo, uh, Cyrus, and Mateus. He addresses you all. Yes, what can I do for you at this hour? Yes, hello. We were traveling merchants, and uh, we stumbled across some very troubling things, uh, including uh, an automaton gone rogue and deposed by other automatons. Uh, people have been much abuzz about that down in town, so we wanted to report it because it's honestly better business if you're in charge of things. Okay, thank you. Well, we'll take care of that as soon as possible. I did want to ask, though, how has business been around here? Business has been quite tedious, but it's about to be handled. Tedious? Yes. Uh, uh, I think I met a boy at the cum stop that was very uh, enterprising, from what I could tell. So I feel like things are in good hands. Like, the youth seem engaged. His guard seems to walk uh, kind of to the left and lean on part of the stair post um, as he stands uh, front and center in front of you. He looks at the girl. As he's talking to you, uh, his eyes are wandering. So he looks at the girl. Uh, he gives a quick little smile. Just, oh, nice. Um, he looks at you, Cyrus, and then his eyes track and stop at Ohim. Uh, yes, uh, sorry, I... Yes, my son, grandson, uh, he's basically my son at this point. His father died years ago, but... Uh, oh, that's your boy! Yes, he's my boy, but I, I have a question. Why is the man behind you not saying anything? It's quite rude to not introduce yourself. He looks of, uh, quite fine cloth. Um... Oh, well, you see, uh, we've all been through a lot recently. We came all the way from Cornet, and as you can tell, things have been pretty hectic out there. What is his name? Well, go ahead. I'm Robert Bohim. Um, and with that, ah! Robert Bohim. Very interesting name. You know, not uh, before your time, obviously. You are all young spring chickens. 
unlike me, who uh, has grown old over the time, uh, there was a very famous family of the him or you know, the, the Bohem family or something of that sort. I was wondering, won't you be related in that manner? Oh, any of you, to be honest, you are quite young girl. You might be learning maybe something from him, uh, maybe a relative, or you, sir, the one who might I call gregarious whatnot. Well, Priya, don't be rude. Oh, I'm Priya. It's nice to meet you. I'm apprenticing. Ah, uh, apprenticing. Where might you be from, my girl? Uh, the same place. Oh, yeah. We're all from Coronet. Yeah. What city of Coronet? Ah, uh, Corinth. Corinth, the capital? Wow, you uh, have taken a very long journey, I see. So, um, to get back to things. Um, yes, you have one of my men play things, toys. Automatons aren't really anything to us. Um, I see you have his head. Uh, do you have his chip? We can just reprogram that and stick that into one of our automatons and get back on our way. Well, Lord Hellcroft, I'm going to be honest with you here. We just needed an audience with you. To be 100% truthful, we know the weight that you carry around here, and it was kind of up to us to handle an automaton uprising. <laughs> an automaton uprising. That is, I know! That's just funny. The, the boldness of them! You make it seem as but, if I am a fool who does not keep track of these things, you know? Oh, no, no, no. But these automatons, they have their little public bars. We we had a friend in our party that got a little too drunk who is out of our merchant guild now. And we got kicked out. And the only place that we could go was an automaton bar. We go in, we start talking to this one automaton, right? And he starts... Letting us know, he's like, "Oh yes, there are uh, so many happenings around town." And blah, blah, if blah, you, you could know. get to the point, sir. Our the point is, the guard stands up. We come in, we come in, we talk, we just make nice with the automatons, you know, as much of a conversation as you can manage with them. And Shrill starts getting angry at us. Shrill starts saying, "This is my town." You don't run things around here. This is a this is an automaton town. Yes, Baron, yes, yes. Automaton right uprising, possibly with their dwarf situation here. Yes. Can I please get my um, chip for him so we can change this? And then... oh yes. Listen, when he we found out about that him acting up. Let's talk we like, more we'll of leave. the chip. It is quite we'll... late. And I am old. I need to sleep. I don't want to have you thrown out. But if I Sorry. have to, I will. Sorry. Here's the chip. We had to have it removed because Shrill was attacking other automatons that wouldn't follow his uprising cause. Great. The automatons will be happy that you have helped them at this point in time of need. Now, if you would be so kind... 
to leave. I just have one question, Lord Helkoff. Um, I don't know if you know, but somehow Shrill... I, I know we, we're in Ujala right now, and I know it's magic's a terrible thing to have here. Did you know that automatons are learning it? Automatons are non-organic magical. No. It is impossible Shrill. for them to learn. Shrill used magic. Shrill is comprised of magical components. Yes. He was taken, modified, and whatnot to fit our need. He is not a person, more of a thing. So, he can count as a magical tool. Just to keep the peace for now. Unfortunately, most of our wardens are out fighting the good fight. So, we have to sometimes break our rule every now and then to uh, make sure the peace is kept at home. I thank you for the chip. And now, if you please talk to Marshall, he will see you out. Uh, Jonathan, at this point, it feels like the conversation's winding down. Yes. Are the rogues in position, or can we check in on them? So, before we check in on the rogues, we're going to check in on Sochil, who is now a cockroach crawling through the place uh, under the door of the right area. Um, and now I'm pretty fast, dark though, as a cockroach. cockroach. So, Sochil, what are you looking for or doing? I'm trying to see if I can find any signs of life. Like a human child, maybe? You see a variety of sort of instruments and tools at first. Then you see a lot of scrap pieces of automatons, uh, their parts, maybe some cores and whatnot. Um, Lastly, you do see a little locked pen. And in this locked pen, there seems to be a small girl who looks slightly uh, battered. um, And just sitting there. She sees a cockroach. At this rate, she's probably seen a variety of bugs, so she does not take any weird lurches or screams or anything like that rate. She just looks at it like, oh, fuck, okay, they're coming to eat me, I guess. Mm, I, I tried to see if she has any any visible injuries. Um, obviously, the cuffs on her wrists have kind of eaten away and dug at some flesh there. Um, she has been there for about two to three days, uh, maybe a little bit more from what you can tell. Uh, she doesn't look emaciated of any sort, but she does look like she did try to uh, maybe run at some point or something like that and has hurt themselves on their ankle or leg um, area, from what you can tell. Other than that, she has been battered, uh, maybe hit maybe once or twice, uh, but other than that, nothing more. I transform back into my uh, humanoid form. We're here now. You're safe. And I pull out my rations from my backpack and give it to her so that she can have some nourishment. Great, thank you. I try to see if there's anything I can pick the lock with right now. Is that uh, just like a perception check? Do you have like lock picks in your bag or like you're looking for lock picks or some sort of tools? Yeah. Um, you see like a variety of hammers and whatnot. Uh, hammers, maybe uh, wrenches and whatnot, but nothing that seems to be able to completely cut metal of like that extent. Um, maybe like small wire cutters, but nothing that seems to be like bolt cutters or anything like that. 
I have a quick question or well kind of concern. Why don't you do a perception check of the whole room type of thing like for windows or anything like that? Yeah, I'd like to do a perception check of the 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 walls and see if there's any windows. Maybe there's a door to the outside. You have dark vision, correct? Yes. Cool. Um, you do not see any sort of ex- or like doors to the outside. Uh, you see a barred window um, down there, just for like possible viewing, maybe. Um, but nothing of the sort to be like a whole set of doors. Um, once what again, are the walls made out of? Uh, the walls stone? are made of some sort of concrete. Okay. I grab the hammers and the wire critters on the floor and, and just stuff them in my pocket for now. Okay. Another quick question. Um, so we're on the right side. So there's a door on the right side. You said there was like a barred window that was on the ground? Yes. So the barred window is down on the ground on the far right of the room um, where possibly the tools are. Maybe letting in a little bit of light so then they can see and maybe throughout the day and not always have to turn on a light. So it looks like um, Satan and Boyan are on the right side. Is there a way that this, like, that we can get any form of communication, like some kind of signal? I know they're, like, sneaking around right now um we can get some type of word like oh socio found xyz uh, is yeah it- can i can i throw like some some sort of like rock or or something outside the windows see if i can catch their attention the window isn't open so it is like a single no, pane window so you can't really like move it up and down while you are figuring that out we are going to go back to the foyer. Yes, so thank you. Um, please, let Marshall take you out. Um, I will go ahead and put this down in the basement. Mm-hmm. I guess I break the window with my hammer then. Okay, so with that, I'm going to say as Lord Hellcroft is talking to the rest of the group, we're just going to do a little perception check. We're going to do that for both Hellcroft and Marshall. I cast Spider Crawl, a Spider Climb on myself, and go to the ceiling above the doorway. Alright, so I'm going to say, hmm, how do you want to do this? Because obviously that's going to make a sound. I've already done my rolls. Do you want to try muffle that sound? Or are you just going to try it so you can crack it? I'm not telling you the numbers yet. While you're making that decision, I'm going to cut back to the foyer again. Um, you all, uh, he's beckoning you all to leave. Marshall gets, uh, stops leaning and kind of walks to you all. Yes, please, if you could go. For sure. Thank you for your time. Man, listen, I hate to be that guy, but we saw this as a pretty lucrative opportunity. So maybe nothing comes of this tonight, but in the future, if you would... Put a good name out for our services. We don't solicit. I Please understand. Leave. I'd like to take out my bedroll and use the blanket to act as like a bar- like a, a barrier between the hammer and the glass pane, so that it doesn't like make a dink sound, but it still is able to crush the glass, so that it will like break and I can uh, have it open. Okay, that's fine. 
Go for it. I go with my original idea with the tinderbox and, and the torch. I light it and then I cast control flames, which is a cantrip, to manipulate the flames outside so that hopefully it will act as a signal for my rogues. All right, Boyan, Satang. Uh, yeah, we're, so we're by this tree, kind of just like, you know, fucking around. You know, just not mind our own business. And then the glass breaks, and then I go, oh boy, something's going to happen. Yeah, I turn around, so you just like hint of the flames just burst out of the window. So you hear Marshall uh-huh. telling the rest of them, thank you um, for your help. I really, pre- we really appreciate it, of course. Um, and uh, I'll be sure to take that down to the basement to make sure that we can work on that tomorrow morning. Please, um, hopefully at that point, uh, we'll be able to send you help um, for your vehicle and you can get on your way. Um, So yes, thank you very much. He closes the door uh, to that. Lord Hellcroft then hands him the chip and says, please take care of that. Um, I don't think that works anymore. It kind of got waterlogged. Uh, don't worry. We are both very well in depth, or uh, depth, sorry, in the way these work. Thank you so much. Please stay safe. And so, yeah. In uh, the inside of the house, what you all don't see out on the outside, but you hear so chill. It's partially um, Marshall walking to the door. I mumble to myself, what is taking these guys so long? Can they not see this? I'm by, like, that area right now. I moved over to that area. But I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do if it's barred up. Boyan, Satan, I found the the girl. She's right here. But I can't open up this cage she's in. What the fuck are we supposed to do? We're outside. What the fuck are we supposed to do? I still have TNT. Uh, Let's save that for later. (laughs) We have our thieving kit still. I'm going to roll a d20. All right. Cool. So, I will count to three. Six times. That should give you enough time to make something happen. Okay. Um, fuck. Um, shit. Fuck, fuck, fuck. All right, so we're going to give him our thieving tool. How heavy is this cage? Can I, can I pick it up? It has a full person in it. Uh, a full child. Yeah. Uh, a full child dwarf person. Oh, bro. I can carry... When I was a teenager, I could carry, like... 300 pounds on my back. That's no problem. Okay, uh, but... Okay, you can try something. Wait, yeah, he, he's a six foot yeah, seven just... half elf. You can try something. I didn't say uh, no yet. I want, I want to... Well, first, what, what, which way does the door open? Does it open inwards? The door opens inwards. Okay. And is there any sort of furniture, chair, maybe a bookshelf, desk? There's a desk that's bolted to the floor. Um, that's where most of the parts Bolted are. Bolted into concrete? Yep, you can do that. Alright, well, I would like to try to pick the cage up and place it in front of the door so it blocks it. You do that, you move it. Now you're here on the opposite end of the door. What the fuck? We didn't lock this door. God, I'm gonna need some help out here. Okay, well, I'm, I'll handle my, my lockpicking kit. You grab it. I try um, to unlock the cage then with that. You want to do this like a Skyrim type of thing where he has to like roll a certain like you, you pick a random number and he has to right try to roll like get that. That's exactly what we're Red about dex, to do. Dexterity. 
no, it's not just a dexterity. <laughs> and what you do is three times, you have to hit a number I have in my head. All right, I'm going to roll something. You have to hit this number, okay? All right, that's the first one. The second one. And the third one. So, the first one you have to hit is a seven. And that's a d20? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's a, that was a three. Okay, cool. So, you clear the first one. The next one's a 15. A six. All right, so now you have to try again. On your third try, you have to make this 15 then, or you break a lockpick. Ooh, 14. You've broken a lockpick now. How many do I have left to try? One more. Since you didn't break it on the first go, Hellcroft, or not Hellcroft, sorry, Marshall is now going to start banging on the door and possibly break the door. Ah, fuck. If I hit a 20, he breaks on the door. If I hit anything below a 10, he's starting to try to break down the door. If I hit a 1, he's not breaking the door yet. I rolled a six, so he's now starting to kind of put weight on the door, but not break down the door. Yeah, I take Plastic my kit the same when I slide it through. I go for it. Go get it. All right, I'll do my next set of rolls. Or your other two rolls, I'll say that. All right. So your first roll is a 16. Wait, I have magic hand. Could I like use it to assist him maybe? Um, you can use it to assist on the second roll, because if he doesn't hit that 16, he's going to break it. Okay. So he's going to have advantage now. So that, so roll again and see if you hit 16. And 8. Now roll again to see if you hit a 16. A 4. So the lockpick breaks. So Marshall is now beating down the door. Luckily, once again, the cage is in front of the door. But now there's some suspicion. So... What's going to happen is, let me just see if he takes out his sword. Yeah, he's going to take out his sword. Okay. What is, uh, what's Cyrus and um, Mateo's doing? Are they just still chilling? Yeah, I was just going to ask. Because, like, now we've heard, like, we've been shut out the house. We hear banging. There's a fire out the top of it. Well, not the top, but, like, on one room. Since Mateus, Bo, and I are out and no one's watching us, we would probably head towards the window because when we, last we all were able to talk, the plan was to, like, attack the guy and overwhelm him if we couldn't get the girl. So now, because uh, it seems like we're not all running away scot-free right now, it's pretty much time to fight. Cyrus goes, ugh. And then heads towards the fire and sees the rogues and, uh, well, is he still keeping watch or is he back with the group? Dizzy moved over to Satan and them. Like once he, once they saw them move. Okay. So <laughs> all I'm going to say before you say anything is I rolled for his sword to be taken out and to like actually hit the door. I'm going to just make this a rule from now on. Doors have a DC, or not a DC, but a health point of about 20 or so. I rolled a 13. 
So that door is coming down on the next hit. So we need to say what we're going to do right now real fast. We have no choice but to run into the burning room. Yeah, that door is definitely going to come down. So say what you want to do. Cyrus doesn't think. He looks at Dulu and he tries to go into the room. I mean, well, can we fit in the room? I don't think we can get it. We can't fit in, right? Uh, a kid could fit in there. A kid could definitely fit in that room. Cyrus is 5'6". He's fat, but he's 5'6". What five, if Dulu six. flew in through the break and transformed into a human? Okay. Perfect. Sure. You want to do that? I would also like to see if I can fit through the bars. Awesome. You can also do that. Go ahead. Um, you're both now in the room. The door is has a giant gash in it from a sword. Can I pull out my crowbar and see if I can't bend the bars? So do help me. We gotta get this open. So while you're doing that, um, Hellcroft has now, or not Hellcroft, shit, I keep confusing the two. Marshall has now cut the door into a way, like a good gash in the door so he can peer through with the light and see, oh shit, someone's in here. Um, and I take out my hammer and it's like hammering the crowbar. <laughs> okay, cool. Hammer the crowbar. Is he bending the bars at all? <laughs> Wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. I have a crowbar. I can hand you the crowbar. And then two, could I cast minor illusions in the room to make it look like it's normal? Yeah. Sweet. I like that. All right. So, yeah. So I'll, hand, I'll, I'll, I'll go by the window and be like, hey, I have a crowbar. Like, Mateus, like, you knew I had a crowbar. Why don't you go in with it? And then um, because it's a cantrip, I'll, I'll be casting minor illusions to make the room look like no one's in there. Okay, so because I'm a nice person, um, just because it looks like no one's in there, too bad space and time and reality uh, are different. And so if there's a shape in there and he trips over the shape, he will definitely be like, something's going on. So do we want to move the cage before he opens the door completely and walks in? Because as we've all said, the cage is in front of the door. And he breaks I see. The door. <laughs> I, okay, when <laughs> Mateos and um, Dulu come inside, I, as on, like as they're climbing down from the window, I bring the cage back to them and say, "I can't get this open. You guys have any ideas?" And then, and then I see the the crowbar from from Boyon. While you're doing that, and I guess keeping quiet, Marshall walks down the stairs and puts the chip onto the table. He looks over to the one corner and sees that the cage is still there, and that it is shrouded. Um, in some sort of darkness. What are we doing? The bars of the cage are being bent open and the minor illusion is making it so that Marshall can't see, but he's very close. So he might start like swinging wildly. The bars of the window were thin enough so that Dulu could fly through and that Mateus could fly through, well, through. move through. Okay, <laughs> so, so chill. Um, you know what to do, roll a strength and I'm gonna roll against you. You just made it. Okay, you've bent the Hell bar. Yeah. She is basically able to get out. You just need to get out of there now. I lift her up. Okay. Say, hey, here you go. Here's the here's the girl to boy on. And I'm gonna say, 
Marshall now figures out that she's not there. It's just you in the room. He runs to the staircase. He figures out someone's in here. It's those two people. I I, I take the girl, I guess. Dizzy cast... Dizzy cast past without trace. Because he's in eyesight of all of them and within 30 feet. They're, we're all around the dang window. Okay, I, I climb out the window. Can <laughs> help me get up there, please? I, I lift off from her feet. He runs out of the room, and you can only assume what he's doing. You all are trying to get out, so chill. What are you going to do, specifically you? He's going to shapeshift. <laughs> I would like to cast a uh, wild shape and transform into a uh, bird again. Another question, how many times per day can you do that? Uh, two times a day. It has been more than two times. Oh, I drew the last time was last episode. Or the first time was last episode. Well, they can't see you right now, so it's definitely a possibility you can just bolt out So he ran back outside? He's in the foyer currently. Okay, I, I go. I still have spider climb, so I go above the doorway from the basement to the the foyer. But like, I stay inside the the basement room, so I'm I'm just kind of stealthing there for now. I'm assuming so. Chill. You want to make it all the way out? That's right. I would like to leave. All right, you leave. Great. Um, all I'm going to say now is that you are free currently. So. Everyone is outside. We run away. Marshall, the guy I talked about before, the one who has a scar down his, the back of his neck, all that sort of shit, uh, is going to say, Lord Hellcroft, someone is escaping. We need to make our way to the mines now. Fuck, guys. Yeah, I figured we couldn't go back there. I think we should head back to the mines. I undid some of the wires to the dynamite, but if they're going to blow it up right now, what's the whole point? They could just rewire it. We need to tell people. That might save us some time. We will have. We have to warn the. We will have reinforcements too if we have the dwarves. I want someone to roll a perception check. All right. A passive perception of nineteen. Let's let Dizzy God do it. it. Yeah, yeah, I have a passive right. perception of eighteen as well. That's, that's the only reason I haven't been rolling perception because I remember that. Wait, what is, what's yours? Nineteen. Um, nineteen. Okay, so with a 19, Dizzy, you notice that no one's actually seeming to try to run out of the building or the house. It just seems like they're like, whatever, uh, at this point. It did seem like Marshall was standing outside, but it looked like he was also being asked to come back inside by an older, more feeble figure. It looks like they're playing something. Nobody's coming after re- relaying this information. Nobody's coming after us at this point in time, but... But I'm sure they're planning something big. We need to make a decision. Get back to I. Dizzy thinks we need to. We need to get back to the mines. We have no choice. It's definitely a trap. We need to get there quickly. And that's where we're gonna end our session for today. Ooh, boy! I'm surprised we were able to avoid combat. Ali, I will, yeah, because I gave you all so many yeah, tries. I appreciate all your generosity there, actually. Thank you. I recognize it. almost got us in the combat. <laughs> Battle begin! Next week is literally going to be all combat.
All right. All right. So, is there anything anyone want to plug anything of any sort of? Yes. Um, be on the lookout for this upcoming band coming out of Chicago named Cosmic Jaywalkers. They have a, a couple of new releases coming out. Uh, well, when the time this stuff comes out, it will be July 28th. But look them up on Spotify, on Apple Music, on YouTube. They're everywhere and coming up. Awesome. Is there anything else we'd like to plug? Not to sound like a fucking teacher's pet, but this is the first time in a session I've gotten up and paced. <laughs> this is too tense. <laughs> so good job, DM. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Also, go fucking watch Barbie and Oppenheimer. I did the double feature today with my girlfriend. It was fucking fantastic. I felt... I, I, I said it on Twitter, fucking, uh, I left Barbie with the biggest smile and I left Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer with the incredible weight of knowing. So, <laughs> both good movies. Which order did you watch them in? Barbie first, Oppenheimer second. And I feel like that was the correct one. No, you're wrong. Ooh, Dude, you don't, you don't want Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer on your head before Barbie. We were debating this just last night. I would want to end the night on a. By the on time a, this comes out, I don't be like, oh. No, I, I don't want to be still. thinking of war crimes at the end of the night. I want to be. Barbie. I want to be thinking of happy thoughts. I mean, Bar. You know what? All right. Go Honestly, ahead. we probably shouldn't be helping any sort of movies gross anything right now because they you know, actually said it was okay for these two going films. On. Well, everyone. Go drink some boba tea. All right. Delicious. Drink some boba tea. Have a great day. And please, 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 once again, look at the polls. Follow our TikTok. Follow our Twitter. Follow our Instagram. We're on almost all the socials. I think we're going to be coming to threads soon enough since Twitter is going to go shit itself in a. It's no longer known as Twitter. Burst. It's now X. I don't X. care what that man calls it. <laughs> I truly don't. Um, so, yeah, please follow us on all our socials. Please. If you would love to join the Discord, we are trying to have more community nights, trying to have more memes. Our community nights happen every Monday um, around about 7 p.m. where we just watch either Critical Role or Dimension 20. Right now, we're doing a Dimension 20 thing until we finish this season, and then we'll probably switch to Critical Role. So, yes, please, 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 please follow our Discord or hop on our Discord. Um, also... Have a great night, morning, or afternoon, whenever you listen to this. Um, see you later.